Good morning. Today is June 11th, Thursday, and our Thursday devotionals are from Becoming a Vessel God Can Use with our author and teacher, Donna Perto. Today we're going to talk about the Christ-like life, and I'm just going to read most of this because there's some good context here, and it'll make sense for what I put written on the blog. So we're going to go back to the same scriptures that we used last week, Philippians 2, 3 through 15. And it, we are going to talk about the five ingredients for the life that is truly Christ-like, a life that is emptied of self. Number one, stay focused on God and his agenda rather than yourself and your own convenience. If Christ were interested in his own comfort or the convenience of life here and now, he would have never gone to the cross. We called Jesus' plea in the Garden of Gethsemane. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground going <clears throat> and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. He went to the cross because he stayed focused on God's eternal agenda. And that's in Matthew twenty six thirty nine. We find an incredible contrast in the very next verse. Watch what the disciples were up to. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men not watch? Keep watch with me for one hour, he asked Peter. And that's in Matthew twenty six forty. What were they focused on? God's agenda? <laughs> no way. Their only concern was their own comfort and, a con- and their convenience. Oh boy, what a lesson to us. Number two, cultivate an attitude of thankfulness. Here's the secret to doing everything without arguing or complaining. If you really want to be emptied of yourself so you can enjoy maximum effectiveness in ministry, in your business, in your life, there's no more vital step than this. Rather than demanding more from God, realize you don't deserve even one of the blessings He's given us. Cultivate an attitude of thankfulness. And there's going to be some more scriptures that I'm going to list. Number three. Treat other people as better or more important than you. Unfortunately, rather than loving and serving people, rather than treating them the way we'd want to be treated, we pass judgment. We criticize and condemn. We God cannot use a woman with a critical spirit. James 4.12 reminds us, There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge? We got to be humble enough. We got to be so emptied of ourselves that we can admit we don't know the full story. We can't possibly know all that the person has gone through or how far they come. Why not? Because we're not God. We may act like we think we're God, but we're not God. God. So number three, treat other people as better or more important than you. Number four, live your life in an attitude of prayer. I love this. The apostles had no time for prayer. They were too busy sleeping and resting. Sound familiar? The only way we can discern the Father's will is how Jesus discerned the Father's will through prayer. And not just dinner time, send up a good night sleep type variety prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5.16-18 instructs us to be joyful. Always pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Wow. And the final one. Earnestly desire to be used by God 
rather than to use God. Jesus could have easily used his influence in the heavenliness to get out of going to the cross. He tells his disciples, Do you think I cannot call on my Father, and he will at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that if it happened that way? And this is Matthew twenty six, fifty three to fifty four. Here again, Jesus wasn't about the business of using God for his own convenience. Instead, he was willing to be used by God to fulfill the scriptures. Yet how often do we try to manipulate God? How often do we tr- treat God like a butler? God do this, God do that. We hem in our demands from either side with a please and an amen. But it's orders. And in the hidden message, and if you don't, Lord, I'm out of here so quick you don't know what hit. Even when we're supposedly serving God. What we really want is glory and excitement or a sense of significance. And that is so wrong. Love him for who he is, not what he does to you. Not even for the joy he brings. Not even for the miracle he performs. Wow. This is powerful stuff. So I'm going to write out those five things and put several scriptures that go with this. But then uh, there's um, some questions for you to, um, you know, meditate on and go through. And to recap, focus on God's plan rather than your private agenda. Actively cultivate an attitude of thankfulness. Maintain a positive view of others. Live your life as with an attitude of prayer. Earnestly desire to be used by God rather than to use God. God has already given us everything we need. Salvation through his son Jesus Christ. Wow, that's Christ-like living. Remember, you are who God says you are. You are like Christ. Every day we're trying to be like that. You have a great day.